Hello everyone, I wanted to do this quick video, well, probably won't be that quick, but not, it's, it's not an official podcast, this is just a video that I've been wanting to do for a while, and yeah, um, anyone who follows me on my social media knows that I, my frustration, and also previous, previous podcasts I've talked about, my frustration with wrestling fans, and how, yeah, they can be pretty fickle, and biased and hypocritical and things like that and just my frustration with it and how like I'm very and I'm very I'm very open with how how I don't how I tend to not get along very well with a lot of wrestling fans uh for a variety of reasons uh but their fickleness being one of those reasons and it's just uh I mean what prompted this me wanting to go on this little rant here is because uh, just seeing so much of the hypocrisy between wrestling fans with regards to um, how how AEW comparing to WWE, how they've done their uh, you know the wrestling the weekly weekly wrestling shows without you know an arena full of fans and instead of having like you know other roster members pretending to be the audience. Um, in the beginning, I'll say that. AEW did handle it better. I will. I will. I will agree to that. But just over time, um, not you know. And I've been accused of being a, w, a WWE fanboy when I've talked to other other AEW fans on Twitter and Facebook. And it's just, I'm not a fanboy for a specific company or promotion, whichever term you prefer. I am a fanboy for professional wrestling as a whole. I mean, I love WWE, I love AEW, I love Ring of Honor, although in recent years they haven't been the greatest, you know, and that's kind of a unanimous feeling. Uh, I love MLW, and uh, I love Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, even though my TV service no longer carries the ch that channel that, that airs Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, I hate that. Uh, Impact Wrestling, I love them, and I love the, uh, the National Wrestling Alliance. And... So I try to be open-minded when it comes to professional wrestling. I, I I love all of wrestling. I love American wrestling, European wrestling, Japanese wrestling, you know, South American and Latin wrestling. Um, you know, I just love wrestling. You know, I am I don't have a bias when it comes. I don't say this company, you know, do, doing this is flawless, while another promotion is doing the exact same thing, exactly the same way. And it sucks, you know. I'm I'm not like that, and it's just, and I see that so many times on social media, especially mostly on Twitter. You know, I see so many fans, AEW fans especially, you know, because they are the new thing. They are the quote unquote alternative to WWE. That literally everything they do, they can do no wrong. They are flawless. They are perfect. And if WWE, when WWE does exactly the same thing, then WWE sucks, and they are. You know, and some of these fans that they have it for whatever reason, they have it ingrained in their heads that that simply the existence of AEW is going to shut the WWE down for good. <laughs> and I've gotten into so many d the discussions is the nice way to put it with other people, with other wrestling fans, and just and I've always said if WCW back in the '90s, who legitimately was this close to shutting WWE down, if they couldn't do it back in the '90s when they had the most legitimate chance of any wrestling company to do so, if they didn't do it, no company's going to do it. I mean, WWE has been around 
for over a century, or no, over half a century. And anyone who thinks that they are in danger of shutting down is just delusional and you're being a fanboy. Like if you th- if you really think that the that AEW who has been around for just barely over a year is going to is going to and within just this over a year period that they've been around that they're going to be able to shut down the WWE who has been around for like six for about 60 years plus. You know, going back to Vincent James McMahon and you know his his father when it when ran running Capital Wrestling and all that they're not going anywhere. But it's just again the fickleness and the hypocrisy of wrestling fans just uh, and it, and it's it's gonna it's always gonna exist. It's not gonna go anywhere. I'm I'm I know that I've accepted that. It's just I wish people would be less that the people can let go of their fanboyism and fangirlism for some of the my fellow female wrestling fans that I see online just shitting on one promotion for one thing but praising the another one for doing exactly the same thing you can't have it both ways you know you can't it's just like and I, I feel like I'm not saying anything right now but it's just like because when I get in a certain mindset and I start to say things, I feel like I'm not saying anything while saying something, if that makes any sense. But it's just, uh, just wrestling fans, my my throat's getting dry. It's just, I mean, I like AEW. I've tried to keep up with their show as much as I can since they they debuted in TNT uh, back in October. It is, but I, and I love, I love many of the wrestlers that are in a- that are in AEW. I love Cody Rhodes. I do love Kenny Omega. I do love the Young Bucks, although they a lot of fans tend to overrate them. I love I love Pentagon. I love Ray Phoenix. I love Brian Cage. I've loved him since Lucha Underground. Um, uh, I do like Britt Baker, although I don't know. I feel like some of her promos she tries too hard. Uh, um, you know, I, I do love Private Party, although sometimes they're, they can be a little much as well. Um, uh, Adam Page, I, I love him, especially his theme song. Uh, Ghost Town Road, I think is what it is, or Ghost, Old Ghost Town, something like that, I don't know. Um, it's just... Again, the hypocrisy of some of these fans, because Cody Rhodes being being the head booker of the of of all elite wrestling, he's booked himself in so many main event spots, and I don't see anybody complaining about that. At least you know from the AEW fanboy side that they're not complaining about him booking himself in all these matches, and then even booking himself to be the TNT uh, champion. Uh, which I guess you know for legal reasons they couldn't call it the television championship, which I don't see why because there there have been so many different forms of a television championship. Um, but you know, and uh, and you know, nobody seems to have a problem with him running the company and booking himself and all and all the be- the biggest story, most biggest and most important storylines on on the show, but. When Triple H was doing that, people 
shit on him so much and said that oh he's he's just there because he was he married Stephanie McMahon. Uh, but I don't see I don't see those same people saying Cody Rhodes is only who he is because of his father Dusty Rhodes, which let's be honest he's the existence of AEW uh, to me at least I look at it as you know he's trying to stick it to Vince because of how he felt he was treated poorly treated in his final years of his WWE career you know and also just li- li- living off of his father's name. You know, I mean, he he bleached his hair. For God's sake, he he's not a natural blonde. He's a, he's he's his natural naturally dark haired. You know, but he bleached his hair because that's what Daddy did. You know, and he has the, the, he has a dream tattooed on his chest because his Daddy was the American Dream. You know, and then when he even when he had his match his match against Dustin at at uh, Double or Nothing last year, you know, he literally not all, not exactly word for word, but beat by beat copied the, the his dad's promo when he he when he you know te- emotionally pleaded with Dustin to be his tag team partner you know it's like uh, I mean and that's not a knock on Cody's talent he is a great wrestler I enjoy his his work and I've in and I enjoy his promos I enjoy him as as a performer but it's just He's trying so hard to be his father, and he just never will be. I mean, that, that's just a fact. Nobody can be Dusty Rhodes. No one ever will be, as, mu- as much as they want to try to be. But it's just, to me, that's how I see it. Cody's trying so hard to stick it to Vince in WWE and living off of his father's name with AEW, where he's always in, in, the, in the biggest storylines, like, you know, the f- fighting Jericho for the world title, his big storyline with MJF uh, him him being the, the, the first, the inaugural TNT champion and all these other storylines with, with the inner circle and the elite <sighs> you know, and also why does he have to bleed in, in, in almost every match that he has, like when I was watching him his match with Jungle Boy from last week and it's just like why is he bleeding, it's just a, t- a regular TV match against, against Jungle Boy, who by the way if they really want to you know, those rankings that they have for the championships, if they want people to take it seriously, why was Jungle Boy next in line for for a championship shot? And why why are they building Brian Cage to fight for the world title when MJF is the top ranked, you know, in the, in the division? You know, and I was talking to my friend Justin about that. Like, you know, a casual fan that doesn't know how wrestling storylines work, they'll look at those rankings and think, why isn't MJF fighting for the world title? Yeah, nobody's complaining about those things, you know. But I just say, hey, it's, it's wrestling logic. There, so there it is. Uh, and but WWE doing something similar to that, it, fans would rip the sh- whip them to shreds for it. Um, it just, it just it, it annoys me and frustrates me so much. At just how hip, how hypocritical they can be when when it comes to those things, and it's just. You know, I just wish I when when I see these fans being so blatantly pious and stupid and ignorant and you know, and I don't use those words lightly. You know, trust me. If you've seen the kind of fans that I see on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, then you'll know how you'll you'll feel what I feel and you'll you'll feel the same feelings that I do of wanting to reach through the screen and just 
punch him square in the face. Just shut the fuck up. You're so stupid. Oi. Yeah. And again, like I said, I feel like I'm not saying anything while I'm saying everything that I've been saying for the last 12 minutes of this video. And yeah, it's just. I just I I hate I hate the fickleness and the ignorance and the hypocrisy of wrestling fans. I've been dealing with it for so many years since with the existence of the internet and when it comes to the pro wrestling, uh, I've been you know as far back as MySpace dealing with idiots and and yeah, and I might be considered a hypocrite for saying some of the things that I'm saying to some to, to certain wrestling fans or that might be watching this. You know, not that I think a lot of people will be watching it because my audience on this channel is pretty small. You know, and it's just um, it's okay to love AEW and some of these other promotions because you know you love what you love, but it's just giving a a pass to some of the things that they do, and not doing the and while, while criticizing other and WWE specifically for doing the same things, just you can't you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't you can't ignore one and then criticize the other. Like you know, and I I think I, I touched on it also in my AEW podcast I did last December while saying I just want consistency and logic. In the in in what they have, but yeah, when it comes to social media, there's there's very little logic, <laughs> and even less consistency and common sense, and and I feel like I could also rant on this when it comes to like stuff with comic book movies. Now, and I'm pointing off screen. I'm actually pointing at my TV because I have uh, on my screen uh, a video of uh, for some of the Batman theme songs, theatrical theme songs, and just. I could I could say a lot of things about that too, but maybe I'll do that on another video another time. This week I'm focusing on wrestling, so uh, it's just this is why like you know I'm sure a lot of wrestlers are happy that social media didn't exist when they were in around like during the the 90s like during the Attitude Era especially if social media existed the Attitude Era that as we know it and love it would not have been as we know it and love it. Trust me, the way fans complain about everything, and yes, I realize the irony, because I'm complaining right now, but just the way fans complain about literally everything, about people being shoved down th their throats, they would have shat on Stone Cold Steve Austin, saying he's being shoved down our throats, he's always in the main event, because he pretty much, ma he main evented almost every WWE pay-per-view for three years. So, um... They would have, if the way social media is now, if the attitude era as it was, you know, don't change anything, existed now, they would, the things that they said about John Cena being shoved down people's throats, or Roman, Roman Reigns being shoved down people's throats, they would have been saying that about Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Which they do, I mean, Bruce Pritchard, he did admit when they brought him in as Rocky Maivia, they were shoving people, shoving him down people's throats, trying to get him over as the super baby face. He, you know, they, he admitted, yeah, that's what they were doing, you know, but in the end, it, I guess it worked out better for him because then he became The Rock and now he's the biggest star in Hollywood. Um, but yes, 
They would have said, he's being shoved down our throats. They would have said, Austin is being shoved down our throats. They would have said that, uh, I'm trying to think of other examples of, you know, they would have, they would have been bitching and moaning about, uh, about Sable being shoved down our throats, um, which to an extent she was, but, you know, we didn't mind it back then. We didn't care. And... And even and even Undertaker, you know, people would have said that Undertaker was being shoved down our throats because he was he was semi main he was the co main event of almost every pay per view for during that period, you know, from from ninety six to nineteen ninety nine, Undertaker was was either main event or co main event of every pay per view. They would have said a lot of shit like that about him, you know, what they were saying about Cena because he was main event of almost every pay per view for about three or four years, probably longer, you know. And Roman Reigns main eventing almost every pay per view for about three years as well. You know, everything that's said about Cena and Roman Reigns and and even Seth Rollins to an extent, they would have said those things about Stone Cold, about The Rock, about Undertaker, about Kane, even um, about Triple H to an extent during the, the, the early stages of the Attitude Era, they would have been saying, they would have called all of them overrated and being shoved down our throats back then. And, and But, because of nostalgia and the rose-colored glasses that we wear when we look back on the Attitude Era, they don't say those things. Most of them, at least. Um... <sighs> And that's how they're looking at AEW. That's how I, to me at least, that's how a lot of wrestling fans are looking at AEW. That they're looking at them through those rose-colored glasses of, you know, of the Attitude Era nostalgia, and just blindly praising everything that they do, thinking that they are perfect because they're TV 14. They're TV 14. They get to say shit on television. <gasps> Oh my god, they cussed, and they get to bleed. Oh my goodness, that means they're automatically better. No, they're not. You know, blood and cussing doesn't mean anything. You know, I cuss all the time, and nobody gives a shit about my stuff. You know, I could cut my forehead right now. Nobody would care. Uh, well, I mean, some of you might care. You probably wonder what the fuck is going on with me. But just, just again, my point is, cussing and a little bit of blood doesn't mean anything. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, again, I, I feel like I'm not saying anything uh, while I'm saying everything, but this is just how I feel. I know no, not not many people are going to agree, and I don't even know how many people are actually going to even fucking watch this fucking video, uh, so I don't even know why I'm doing it. And it's 1.30 in the morning, uh, I wanted to do this real quick before I go to bed, and it's just... Yeah, wrestling fans are just so fucking fickle and picky, and you know they always want to. Talk, they talk about, oh, we want to see brand new stars. We want to see different people in the main events, and then when they try to give you somebody different, you know, this is mainly about WWE. When they when WWE tries to give you somebody different, you complain like, no, we don't want them. We wanted this guy. Well, you wanted this guy, but then that's not something new, you know. Like Jinder Mahal when he became WWE champion. Granted, he was not he was not a great champion, but it was somebody new. And it's just, and I even even back in two thousand three, you know, when 
People were saying, like, oh, we want new, we want somebody new to go for the world title at WrestleMania. And they went to Jack Swagger, and I was like, no, we don't want him. We want we wanted this guy. And I saw most people saying we wanted Chris Jericho to go for the world title. Yeah, but I thought you wanted somebody new. Uh, yeah, and then and the people, they wonder why WWE constantly brings back people like Stone Cold and The Undertaker, you know, and The Rock and Triple H. They keep they people and and Shawn Michaels. They wonder why they keep bringing back the older stars from our youth. They keep wondering why they bring them back because you fickle fans don't give chance to the other people that they want to put up there. And you know, you you can't say you want new stars and then complain when they give you new stars. I mean, because... And that's also why WWE doesn't listen to, doesn't always listen to the fans. Because, let's be honest, nine times out of ten, the fans, the majority of fans, don't know, don't, even, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because um, if WWE listened to the fans, you know, the majority f- average opinion of the fans, then, you know, we would have... We would have the same three people as the world champions forever, pretty much. Um, like we would have Adam Cole as NXT champion forever, which yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I love Adam Cole. You know that we would have. Uh, we would have had AJ Styles as a champion for like 15 years. We would have so you know Daniel Bryan as champion for for so for however many years as well. You know, you know like yeah, I can just imagine the way fans are so impatient when it comes to certain people being champion for for a while. I can I cannot um, I can only imagine how they would have been during Bruno San Martino's eight year reign as champion. You know, because you can't do that anymore. You can't have people champion for that long. That's why I'm surprised that nobody's complaining about Adam Cole being cha- NXT champion for over a year. I mean, I'm not complaining, but people usually complain. I mean. I remember people complaining uh, about uh, when AJ Styles had his second WWE title reign when he won it from um, Jinder Mahal in November of 2017, and when um, let me see he he held on to it for a year as well, but like after about like around let me see around WrestleMania or Extreme Rules, they were saying ah he needs to get we need to get the belt off of him already. It's like it's only been six months. Give it time, you know. You know, and even Kofi Kingston, people were so happy, so happy for you're like, oh, Kofi Kingston, we want him to be champion. He's finally the champion. And then when he won the title, like after two months, you're like, all right, let's let's give it to somebody else. This is why I hate fans. That's why I hate other wrestling fans. I I I have a very small circle of of wrestling friends that I can talk to about this stuff. A very small circle that I can. I can only I can only, I can only see like my 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 two two of my brothers, uh, my friend Justin, um, that's all I can think of. They're the only people that I can talk to about wrestling, and and I don't feel like I'm an idiot because you know we all think logically. We don't. We we're able to put our we're we're able to put aside our fanboy bias for some of this stuff, and actually think with logic and common sense, and to, you know, I guess because you know we've been watching wrestling for so many years. Like I'm 33. I've been watching wrestling for 
say about 30 something 30 31 years i guess at this point okay maybe not 30 but, yeah. but basically like 30 about 30 years you know majority of my life i've, I've been watching wrestling so now i've i was born during the the, the, the golden era as they call it i lived through that i lived i lived through the tail end of the golden era i lived through the new generation era lived through the attitude era lived through the ruthless aggression era uh the the quote-unquote pg era you know i've lived through though all those eras of wwe and pro wrestling in general so i have a i have an understanding of, of about this stuff and i'm friends with a lot of wrestlers as well you know, i'm not going to name names i mean but i've i'm friends with a few you know, and not not just not just you know like oh this person wrestles in their backyard and blah no I mean real legitimate pro wrestlers you know that have actually worked places so you know you know I I have slightly more credibility than the average wrestling fan and <sighs> yeah yeah I can actually think with my brain not my not not my fanboy brain I can take off the fanboy hat. You know, put it over there and watch it unbiased with a clear head and not be such a fucking moron. Oh. But that's just me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I'm going to end it right there because I don't know how much else I can say about this. So. <sighs> well, hope you had fun listening to me rant about wrestling fans for the last uh, 25 plus minutes. And, uh, you know, y'all know the deal. Subscribe if you want to. Leave a like if you want to. <laughs> um, and if you ever want to debate with me about wrestling, you know, like I said, my DMs are always open on Twitter at IamFossitude, on Instagram, and on Vero, both at Fossitude. Always happy to debate and discuss. You know, you know the links to all three are in the description below. Uh, well, I am off to bed now, so...